0: how about them tops, son? All day. SEC, boys. SEC.
1: You're listening to the Red Out Podcast.
0: So, if you would like, share, and subscribe, we appreciate your support every week. Um, we, uh, appreciate our listeners and we'd like to hear from you. So if you have any questions or anything, just feel free to message us. Uh, you can do it here on the RedOut out podcast on the live stream. You can do it on our YouTube channel. You can comment there. You can comment, uh, on our Facebook page or Twitter, uh, whatever you would prefer. Uh, we just like to hear from our listeners. Let's see if we can get Jared on the line. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but I guess first we'll start off with our winners and losers this week. Uh, big loser, big news today coming in of Tiger Woods having a horrible car wreck in uh, the hills of California. Jared's coming in right now. Um, it looks like – hey, Jared, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you? Doing good. Just talking about Tiger Woods' accident. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. So apparently, from what I just saw in the news – Um, I would hope this is correct. I don't think it's fake news yet. But he... um, Tiger Woods broke, I guess, tib-fib, tibia-fibia, fibia blah, 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 blah. He's got a rod they put in and screws to try and keep those two bones straight. Um, And for those of you who are not fans of seatbelts, they said that his seatbelt is probably what saved his life. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, hey. um, So... I guess we'll talk a little bit real quick. Chances of Tiger Woods playing golf next year?
1: Mm, I would. I don't know if I would say next year, but I, yeah, mean, I think next to...
0: year. Uh, next year, I think is a possibility. I don't. Hey. I think he's done this year.
1: Well, yeah. I, I, there's no point in probably coming back this year. I mean he are, he's already had all those back surgeries. And now this on top of that, I mean, it's gonna just kind of push him back a little bit further. But I mean, that's the whole thing with him, though—you can't really count him out. I mean, he just won the Masters two years ago, which is still so crazy.
0: Which how does. old is Tiger? I mean, he's in his forties at least. I, I think, yeah, you're right about that. I just let's see. No, I'm gonna Google this, and it's gonna be like blowing up crazy. He's 45, man. He won the Masters, yeah. I guess, two years ago at 43. That's yeah. that's mind-boggling. Um, but, of course, everybody remembers the big uh, fiasco. Oh, what was that? Probably about 10 years ago now when he had a split with his yeah. wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wrecked the car then. I'm just glad, knock on wood, that 2021 has not claimed Tiger Woods. Yeah. Like 2020 did Kobe, which was completely so, so, so sad. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, still not over that really, honestly. It's just, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: But anyway, I digress. Um, I'm hoping that um, Tiger will be back maybe next year playing golf. Um, I'd like to see him this fall. um, Maybe not be in an open or something, but, you know, at least progressing towards it. What do you think? Yeah, do you, hopefully, is this is I he mean, done? Do you think this is uh, the end all of his golf career?
1: I mean, there's some people that may say that. The I still think that he'll be able to come back. It just may take him a little bit longer because I mean he is 45, and I mean this is a pretty traumatic leg injury too. I mean, this isn't yeah. something that you just come back to and be completely the way that you were beforehand. After you, even after a year of healing. I mean, that's still such a major injury to go through. I mean, it's going to take him a while, but, I mean, thankfully uh, with golf, I mean, it's not as much about, like, physical, as much running stuff, like football and basketball, where this would probably be, like, a career-ending type injury. But with golf, I mean, thankfully, I mean, even with all the surgeries he's had with his back and now probably his legs, too, I mean, he, he could still do it, though. I feel like he could maybe by, like, fall of next year.
0: Can we get him, like, one of those Walmart scooters to ride around on the golf course? yeah <laughs> would that not be the greatest thing though <laughs> yeah I just let him drop one of the golf carts might as well I, I i i know it's tradition and for those of you who are big golf people you're like you walk you don't ride the cart come on i've seen too many old fat guys like me that ride the golf carts around the courses they just don't do it at like you know a gust or somewhere like that but I feel like if Tiger Woods is, you know, having issues with his leg or doing something like that, then he should be able to do that. But, mm-hmm. yeah. or at least, or at least, you know, have the cart drive him down the path, and then you know he gets out, walks the five to ten yards to his ball, hits it, gets back in the cart, it follows the path again, like it doesn't go on the course. You know, as um, much as
1: he has done for the sport of golf, he deserves to ride on the cart.
0: I agree. I mean, for the, yeah. I mean, of course, up until, what, 10 years ago, they had all those uh, Tiger Woods golf games. Yeah. Which I don't I mean, I'm
1: pretty popular. I've played those. Were,
0: yeah, those were hugely popular back in the day. I never played it. Spoiler alert. I think the only thing I really played, like, video game-wise, as far as sports games, was, uh, like, football games, the dynasty i you, mean you can't beat the dynasty games
1: dude even before madden and uh, like nba or college games the first big sports game i ever played was tony hawks pro skater i still absolutely <laughs> love that entire franchise oh it's still some of the most fun games and also my taste in music has definitely been influenced by the soundtrack in all of those games
0: oh my gosh so, those the tony hawk games had the best soundtrack
1: oh, best 100%. soundtrack
0: you could not beat that soundtrack. My first uh, first sports game I remember playing was for Sega. And I oh, was it uh, – it was an NFL game. I can't remember. Ex- it wasn't a Madden game. But I was awful. Of course, I was probably like 8 or 10 years old. And yeah. basically what I would do was I would call the play. The play would end. And, of course, they had these little like quarter-inch tall dudes running out around on the field. And the character you had selected – Whenever the play was over, I would take my player and just run and just plow the other team's huddle. And the game would just let it. It never even tried to stop. It It was like, this is what you do. And that's basically what I did. I didn't even – I don't even know if I ever won a game, but that's what I did. I just enjoyed that part. Um, So do you have any winners or losers this week?
1: Yes. Um, I guess loser – I will just make this an umbrella because I could rant on this probably for the entire podcast – But just the NBA All-Star voting, it is an absolute (laughs) joke that DeMontis Sabonis for the Pacers did not get into the All-Star game. The man is averaging like 21 points, maybe like 10 rebounds, 5 assists, shooting 50% from the field, and the Pacers have an above 500 record. And he didn't get in. He was an All-Star last year, and he was averaging less stats than he is now and he didn't get it. he got snubbed really bad. I mean, they led this one dude, uh, Nikola Vucic or whatever for magic in. I mean, I don't agree with that decision at all. I mean, Julius Randle too. The Knicks are hot garbage. The only reason he got in is just because of the people that for some reason are still a New York Knicks fan and think that they may actually be good one day, but it's just so frustrating. The Pacers are probably the most like underappreciated team and least covered professional team in the NBA. As far as I'm concerned, because they always fly under everyone's radars, and they're always such a consistently good team, always in the playoffs, and that's the kind of things they get. But whatever.
0: I mean, there's always it's, old...
1: popu- it's a popularity contest now. I mean, it the All Star voting isn't actually who is an All Star now; it's just like popularity contest.
0: Well, and I I can understand why the NBA does that though, because it's ratings and it's money. You know, you know they're they're going to want people to watch players that they like. And even like, you know, you could take some of the most most dominant players in the game, and you know they may not be the most popular, you know, but as the far as players or something.
1: I mean, it's still Indianapolis, like the whole state of Indiana, and plus, like even parts of Kentucky and other surrounding regions too. I mean, the Pacers are a fun team to watch, and heck, even Reggie Miller. I mean, he was an All Star for so many years. He was like the Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Like the, He was like one of the best three-point shooters of all time, and he had all that attention about him, but now when Sabonis is doing incredible for some reason, he doesn't get covered, but the disrespect continues.
0: I just like I, I like that phrase, the Steph Curry before Steph Curry, which, by the way, did that make Michael Jordan the LeBron before LeBron? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Oh, there's going to be so much war on Twitter. But anyway, um, yeah. so I digress. Western is going to play number 12 slash 10 Houston for Mark Thursday matchup, which is pretty exciting. It's going to be on ESPN two on February 25th. So let me check something real quick that um, so the FAU games were postponed, too, because of, for this game. No, I'm F-I- sorry. FIU. Sorry. Well, no, not really, because I think these games were always on the weekend.
1: Well, see, the way that it's going to be is that – well, let's let's go back to what happened this past weekend. This was in my State of Conference USA article. There were only three Conference USA games that were played. I mean, obviously, Winter Storm Uri that came through the whole area just kind of wreaked havoc, and especially on the state of Texas. Like, none of the Texas schools were able to play. And, of course, like, we were going to play North Texas, and that entire series is canceled.
0: But with that, that – That's not COVID related. That's just because state related. They just yeah. They were just in a, pardon my French, a shit show down there. It was just whatever. Like there's
1: no there's no way that they could have really prepared for that because I mean it's something that never really happens that far south. The kind of damage that they got. Yeah. But so all of that was canceled, and Todd Stewart he was able to use his magic for scheduling once again. And I think it was Sunday is when it was announced that we would be playing Houston. And I was watching them play Cincinnati, and they beat them by, like, 40-something points. And I'm just Dang. like, eh, God. Like, I was taking notes on Houston before the series was announced. Like, I, that game was on CBS. And I was just watching Houston dominate them. It's like, man, they control the offense and defense both really go, really well. They're really good with controlling the tempo and pace. And they went on, like, a 32-7 to run to start the second half. And I was like, man, I might have to put them on my bracket to kind of go to like the Sweet 16, Elite 8, something like that, because they're yeah. a good team. And now, sure enough, that's who we're going to be playing. Like, <laughs> initially, when I heard that, I was like, hey, this is a great opportunity. But like, oh crap. I mean, Houston's actually like really good. Quentin Grimes, he's one of the really good guards on that team. He's going to be a handful for the tops. But I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm glad that Todd was able to get this to happen. Another high profile game because if we were to win this, I seriously think we could get in the NCAA tournament as an at large, regardless of whether or not we win a conference title, which is huge. So, oh, definitely, this
0: is this will help our net ranking a ton. Especially Honestly,
1: with- we could beat the number one team in the country, and then Marshall would probably <laughs> move up four
0: spots. Probably right. Probably right. Um, so a couple other real quick news things for. Um, uh, conference USA basketball championships. So tickets will not be on sale to the general public due to, um, the COVID-19. Uh, okay. Here's the press release. I'll just read this due to COVID-19 protocols, tickets for the 2021 air force reserve conference USA basketball championships presented by, Baylor and Scott and White Medical Center Frisco will not be available for sale to the general public due to limited capacity. Each institution will receive an extremely limited number of tickets for family and friends.
1: It's disappointing. I mean, it's for the fourth straight year. There's not going to be any fans in attendance for the conference tournaments.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fourth straight year. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, no. there's never anyone at those games, which is sad. But there's they definitely could have made that work if they wanted to. I think that's a little bit of a cop out. I mean, just tell people to wear a mask. I mean, there's enough room in the for their for them to social distance. I mean, that's they were see they were social distancing at conference USA tournaments the past four or five years. So I mean, they should know how to do that by now.
0: Well, that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, we've been in this pandemic long enough. People know you're supposed to wear a mask. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. I just think that I, I agree with you. I think it's a cop out. I think that it's a bunch of baloney, but what are you going to do? I'm still curious as to what how the format they're going to do this championship, though. Yes, yeah, you gonna know, be is interesting. It East versus West, do
1: it. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Like, I didn't know there would even be a full tournament. I thought they were just doing the East versus West and just let that be it. But. I mean I, I don't know how exactly it'll be. I mean, we'll have more details closer to time, but I mean, if you think about it, March is next week. Like um, yeah. John Rothstein, bless his heart. I mean, it's what he lives for. He's going to wake up on March 1st at like 12:01 and it'll be like his Christmas or something.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, this is going to be I, I I'm excited about this. Now Uh, Other news, WKU Baseball will face number three, Vanderbilt. This is when we were talking, texting back and forth earlier, I was like, I said something about Vanderbilt. This is where this came from. I just (laughs) got my sports confused. Um, Western, uh, last time out, Western men's baseball, obviously, uh, they took one of three games against North Dakota State in their first series of the season. Just skimming this real quick. looks like they're going to be playing – Them on Wednesday, February 24th. Oh, today at 4.30 p.m. Uh, So that game is probably almost over. Great. Awesome reporting here, Devin. I'm
1: going to see if I can get a score check on it then real quick.
0: Yes, I'm trying to see real quick here. I'm pulling up step monitor. God, I hope that's right. (laughs) I
1: mean, Vanderbilt has always been one of the best teams in college baseball consistently. They're like the... They're like the Duke or North Carolina, or Gonzaga. Like, it'd be like the college basketball equivalent to that. Oh, God, yeah, it's the middle of the six, and Vandy's winning 10-1. Oh, my gosh. Is there, <laughs> I mean, is there, is
0: there a 10-run a... rule like there is is ball
1: <laughs> No, but there is a good reason why Vanderbilt is in the College World Series just about every single season. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they may be hot garbage in other sports, but they're pretty good in baseball. And the thing um... is,
1: I feel like that they should be – in uh, basketball they should be so much better than they are because I mean they had Darius Garland they had uh shoot they had somebody else that was really good and they didn't even get to play much for them at all which is so disappointing because if they would have been really healthy then they could have gone to the NCAA tournament and done something but they got robbed with injuries when he was there and as well as a few other people and Scotty Pippen Jr that's where he's at right now is Vanderbilt
0: no kidding
1: yeah, no tipping. He's kind solid everybody. too. Yeah, he's good.
0: But <laughs> you've heard that story, right? Oh yeah. I've Jeff Ruby. That. Jeff Ruby said that uh, Scotty Pippen. The story is is that he doesn't tip. So he would, if somebody comes up, you know, a lot of famous athletes will throw a pretty big tip down. Not Scotty Pippen. He ain't gonna tip you. You're not getting no money out of Scotty <laughs> Pippen. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, WKU volleyball's Lauren Matthews and Nadia uh, Dudonum donna have been named the Conference USA offensive player and center of the week, respectively. So congratulations, ladies. We continue our volleyball huge. Awesome job.
1: Yeah, I mean volleyball we're volleyball. Know, sorry for. about that.
0: Yeah, hey, volleyball you. Uh and then we have Avery Jacobson who got Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week for soccer. So awesome job there. Women's soccer is doing pretty good. And Lauren Matthews named sports imports AVCA national player of the week for volleyball. So another volleyball thing. I mean, Western is definitely a volleyball U for girls. If you have a young lady playing volleyball, you better be looking at Western.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would love Travis Hudson as a head coach. I mean, he would be probably the most awesome person to be coached under. I mean, he's such an awesome person.
0: Yes. Okay. So, um, sadly, it does not look like Todd was able to pull a magical rabbit out of his hat for the girls' side of sports, but they're going to be playing FIU 26th and 27th, so uh, Friday and Saturday. That's going to be for four, <laughs> 7 p.m. on Friday and 4 p.m. on Saturday. Blah, blah, blah. I'm getting t- tongue-tied. I have no stats. I have no matchup predictor because it's women's sports and it's not that close. Apparently. Um, let's see here. FIU is four games back from first and Western still five games back. Um, so it's not going to be a very pretty game.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I hope they
0: do well, but, and I hope they beat them honestly and help our chances for the girls to get into the tournament. But, if I had to put a number on it, I'm going to say it's probably um let's see there's I would say it's what 55% chance for FIU to win. Does that seem fair to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen FIU play much this season, but
0: Well, oh, I've I've been I've been doing the homework, dude. That's all I've been watching. FIU basketball.
1: <laughs> FIU women's <laughs> basketball.
0: Of course. I mean, where else would I what else would I watch? you know, not Western or anything. Uh but of course those games are at uh 7 PM so and they're gonna be in Miami. So listen to the IMG Sports Network. I'm hoping they're on there because it's not listed if it's if it is. Uh it's they're not gonna be televised games either. And the way it's running in Conference USA, they may be they may be postponed. I hate to say that, but We'll just see.
1: I mean, it's just been brutal this entire past year for Conference I mean, thankfully with football, we were able to play just about every single game that we had. And even though we did terrible, I mean, at least we still got to play in those games. But now here in basketball, we have the really strong team, uh, definitely an NCAA and contender team, and now have all these games canceled. I mean, we were able to make it a few months – before all these cancellations but i think it started with the whole series that was supposed to be at louisville and that completely fell apart yeah i mean and then when we got to conference usa play i mean it was okay and then once we got to i think it was like right after mtsu when we played them is when it all started to fall apart so that was a month ago
0: yeah and it's i mean just like you said it's all just kind of fell apart it's i i don't know um So let's talk about this Houston game because this is going to be fun. Uh, Then we'll talk about uh, a little bit about uh, FIU. I'm assuming. Let me see. Of course, I minimized the one. I shouldn't. I took that one off. So let me see.
1: Yeah, it's FIU.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I shouldn't have closed out of that screen just yet. I just I get a little itchy fingers with these sometimes, and I start closing screens before I get ready to. Uh, But anyway, we're talking about Houston. Uh, care to guess the predictor for matchup predictor for Western versus Houston?
1: Well, I actually tweeted it from the towel rag because I thought it was an absolute joke that we only have like a seven point three percent chance of winning the game.
0: <laughs> good I, job!
1: Like, I know that it's like AI that probably puts all that together, but good lord! I mean, could, surely they've looked at our resume and seen that we've beaten Alabama, we've beaten Memphis, we've beaten just about everyone in Conference USA, like, we're 15-4. and four. Why in the world are we only have a 7% chance of beating Houston? After they lost to East Carolina, they've lost to Tulsa, they've lost to some other random team in the American Conference that's not as good as us. So that just doesn't make a lick of sense to me. So you're telling
0: there's a chance. Yes!
1: <laughs> Honestly, if you're a betting person... I would definitely put some money on the tops because I mean that's I would do ridiculous.
0: the over under. I definitely would too. Hundred percent. Yeah, but I, I was trying to. While you were talking, I was trying to pull up the uh, the little meme mm-hmm. of uh, Dumb and Dumber where he goes, "You're telling yes. me there's a chance? I'll take seven percent any day." Um, Western winning. Especially. Western Western winning, eh, but Western, you know, getting within twelve points. I think I think Western can definitely score more than sixty one is what one thing has, and sixty six is what another team has. I can see Western throwing up seventy points. I mean, I don't I don't know if they'll win, but I think it's going to be a good game. I think it could be. It yeah, definitely yeah. It could be a good game. Um, I mean, go ahead.
1: It it was it'll be a lot of fun to watch, and thankfully it was picked up in time for TV. So it'll be on ESPN two at like six central so I'll be able to watch it. I don't have to work tomorrow, so i nice. for that. So I would have been sad, too, if I would have missed that because, I mean, it's not very often we get these matchups, especially a non-conference game at the end of February. Like, yeah. besides a COVID year, that would have been completely unheard of in college basketball. So we get this opportunity to strengthen our resume, which normally we would just – it would start tanking about right now because, I mean, we do have FIU Sunday and Monday – and they're the worst team in the conference. And they just got worse too because their best player uh, is in the transfer portal now. That Antonio Day Jr. He was averaging like 17 points per game for them. So now he's leaving after they lost to Southern Miss, which, I mean, they've done terrible. I mean, ever since they lost to Sawe or No, Asagi, yeah, it was that big guy that they had, that big center. Ever since he oh, and moved on, it's been so bad for FIU. This has been like really bad. <laughs>
0: So inversely, I was just I just clicked on this percent chance FIU wins. What do you think?
1: It needs to be less than 5%. five percent.
0: Five
1: point one. <laughs> eh, <it's close> <laughs> See that makes sense,
0: but fine. hey, I don't. You, can, you can't don't
1: tell mind. me that a number twelve Houston team is that much better than we are. I mean. We're, we're a lot closer to them than FIU is to us, in my opinion. If we drop either of those games to FIU on Sunday and Monday, I, I don't even know what I would do. I would have a very strongly worded article. I can tell you that because that would just be absolutely pathetic. But tell me that doesn't sound like the most Western thing that would happen is if we were to win tomorrow and then like drop a game to FIU like a few days Oh, later.
0: definitely. definitely. That's definitely a Western thing. Oh, I don't doubt <laughs> that at all. I, could de- I mean – I could definitely see. We would beat – this is this is a Western thing right here, just like you're saying. Beat Houston and lose the first game to FIU and ben beat them on the second game. And they're going to be yeah, like, just... what the fuck? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, like, like we would have maybe two days where everyone is saying that we're going to be a good seed in the tournament <laughs> and we're going <laughs> to do all these good things. We might even be nationally ranked or something and then peed on our leg and lose to FIU.
0: Dude, that would be the massivest pee down your leg moment in Western history. I'm sure we've got a but, lot, and that's what we need to set I mean, up sometime is to see the biggest pee down your leg moments in Western history.
1: Honestly, you would have like an entire like encyclopedia worth of material <laughs> because it's so annoying. And looking ever since we joined Conference USA too, especially with basketball, like this men's Conference USA title has been eluding us ever since we've joined the conference. And, of course, like that's what our strongest sport is historically. So it, we've just done so many stupid things. I mean, we've gotten screwed over in Birmingham with that 10-second call, that CHD that cost us. I mean, of course, the Lamonte beard and layup that didn't go in and <laughs> just not being able to shoot at all against Old Dominion not too many years ago. I mean, we get so close. Like, we either get to the conference title game or we get in the tournament and we have a really strong team and then just something awful happens and then you're just left like, wow, are you serious?
0: Yeah, I mean, that is probably, like, uh, that's just a Western thing. I mean, I don't know what it is. But, like you said, okay, so let me propose a hypothetical to you. What is more likely to happen – um, okay, sorry about that. Um, what is more likely to happen, Western to win Conference USA men's basketball or for Hawaii to move to the Big East?
1: Honestly, Hawaii to move to, like, the MEAC. Not even the Big East, like the MIAC, like the Mid-Eastern Atlantic Coast Conference, whatever. I don't even know, man. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> if Stansberry can get us into the NCAA tournament, that would be the greatest thing he's done in his tenure, besides get a five-star recruit to come to Western and actually play. And also get a four-star recruit in Josh Anderson and actually have them play all four years. So, I mean, that's Stansbury has done everything right except two things, and that's get us a conference title, get us in the tournament, and also a third thing is just change your rotations, for God's sake, if something isn't working.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of questions I have with that. I mean, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that we talk about this a lot. But And another thing is, is he's he dies on that hill for the zone. The 2-3 thing and all that, I just, I don't know.
1: And then we can't shoot the three in response, and then that's how we lose.
0: Yep, 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 yep. I just, I, I don't know. I just... <laughs> There's a lot of help that fans are willing to die on, and I'm just like, I don't know if that's really where I'd like to die on that, but you're yeah. the college coach, not me so
1: i, I swear though if we miss the opportunity for us to actually get back in the NCAA tournament and not only that but potentially have a game in Hinklefield House, I will be greatly disappointed greatly
0: so would you so would you rather let's just hypothetically say we're we're building a basketball a college basketball coach. Would you rather have a decent game coach or a uh, a decent game coach and an amazing recruiter or a decent recruiter and amazing game coach?
1: I mean, it's basically like choosing between, like, Ray Harper or Rick Stansberry. I mean, there's still a lot of fans that think that Ray Harper was a great coach because, I mean, at least he got us into the NCAA tournament. And even though he wasn't a very good recruiter – I mean, he was able to take a team that was literally under 500 and put them into the NCAA tournament, which I mean, that's still an amazing accomplishment. He did that twice. And here's Rick Stansberry. He's been here like five years now, which is crazy. He's been getting these four and five star guys, all these Mr. Kentucky basketballs. But yeah, we can't even win a Conference USA that has maybe three good teams in it each year at best so i I don't know what the problem has been on that. I mean, I think some of it could be in game coaching, but it, a lot of it is bad luck too. I just feel like super cursed
0: <laughs> i yeah, I don't know it's it's uh
1: I don't know of any hidden curses though like the dolphins like every dolphins fan knows about the Joe Robbie curse like that is a real thing like when they uh, built that stadium and everything and like changing the name and everything that it was just like a curse. Like the Dolphins haven't been able to do anything since then.
0: But, so do we need to like sacrifice some chickens or something and in the middle of, at, at the feet of Diddle or, you know, what what's going to help us to get a comfort USA title then?
1: I don't know, but if we don't get it this year, I'm going to start wondering if we will ever get one because – we have the right pieces. We have, seniors, we have seniors that are doing incredible. We have a junior, which is an NBA prospect. We have some really good freshmen and younger players to throw into the mix. There's no reason why we shouldn't be in the NCAA tournament this year, period.
0: Okay. So, um, Houston. Okay, this is kind of weird. Um, I'm just looking at their standings in their conference. Uh Technically, Houston is one game ahead of Wichita State, but on ESPN, it's under Wichita State. But when you look at the game back, or games behind, Houston is at a plus one, which is hilarious to me.
1: Well, I think they have almost the same record, but the reason why that is is because Wichita actually beat Houston.
0: Oh, did they really? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's one of the three losses they have.
0: Houston is 12-3. and And 18 and 3 overall, and Wichita State's 9 and 2 and 13 and 4 overall. Um, so there is, um, what, four games there difference in the overall? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, yeah. So
1: if, I, if I'm being be honest, crazy. though, when I was looking over Houston, they don't really have many impressive wins this year. I mean, they, they've won the games that they've really needed to. Needed to. Yeah. So I mean. But the best win they have was against Texas Tech, and they're just a couple of years removed from winning a national championship. Which sometimes I think about that. And like, do you do you remember that? Do you consciously remember Texas Tech winning the national championship in college basketball?
0: Yes or no? No, no, I don't. See, I don't nobody think. does. Nobody here's does. Thing. Here's the thing. It kind of reminds me of. There's a few other things that happened. Okay. You're not old enough to remember this, but do you remember that there may or may have not have been a movie that um, Sinbad was in where he played a genie? Yes. Okay. And here's another question for you. Did Curious George have a tail?
1: Oh, this is like the Mandela effect.
0: (laughs) I know what you're doing.
1: But see, no, this is real, though. Like Texas Texas Tech actually did win a national championship. And this was only like three years ago. Two, yeah. three, or four years ago. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it still that blows my mind every time I think about it because nobody remembers that. Like, if someone wants a viral tweet, take a picture of when Texas Tech won a national championship and just be like, "Do y'all remember this?" Or is did was this actually real? <laughs> so here's and my then question: People will be like, "No, it wasn't." Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so I wonder. I'm curious if there was any fans. That have put a uh, you know NCAA you know national champs blank team twenty twenty on their tattoos previous of last year, like they mean, were going to the honestly, tournament and they were like let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I just love when they do that. That's just my opinion, though. I always like the idiots that do that stuff. I just. But I digress. Uh, so let's talk FIE real quick. Um, I think these are going to be easy couple games, and I think that's a problem.
1: Like I said, if we lose either of those games, uh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know because this team deserves to get into the NCAA tournament 100%, but when they lose a game like that, that just completely – destroys everything that they've tried to do since they've been here, especially like Tavion Hollingsworth, Josh Anderson, all these seniors that we have. Like They deserve to be in the tournament. Like I still think about the fact that Justin Johnson never got to play in the NCAA tournament, and that bothers me so much because, I mean, he sacrificed so much to stick with this program. He was a senior leader. I mean, he stepped up so much between his freshman and sophomore years and then just got even better after that. I mean, I hate it he never got in. I don't want Tavian Hollinsworth and Josh Anderson to miss out on that. I mean, they need this moment. I feel like just the program in general needs to get back into the tournament because if that happens, I mean, I feel like all of the pressure that Rick Stansberry may be facing now from fans or alumni or whoever will disappear because that's just been the one thing that's been eluding this program is getting a Conference USA title. And even if we were to – somehow get it at-large into the tournament and not win a title, I mean, I will gladly take that. I mean, obviously that's the goal is getting an NCAA tournament, but I want to get some hardware
0: too. So talking stands for just a second, what is a – let's just – let's hypothetically talk here. What is a save-your-job moment for stands, and what is a – like, like I'm talking about, not like save your job for this year or the next couple years, but like save your job until you want to retire.
1: If he can get us to the Sweet 16 this year, I don't think he would ever have any more problems from criticism. I, mean, I was going to say,
0: if he makes it to the Elite 8 ever, I think yeah. his job would be safe and he might have a statue beside EA Diddle.
1: Uh, I wouldn't go that far. You don't think so? <laughs> uh, I mean, they don't even have one of Oldham. I mean, the diddle is its name. It's his namesake. The arena is. I mean, obviously it's John Oldham Court. And but I mean, I feel like Stansberry could get his own section if he one sticks with the program he for a while. St- <laughs> I mean, if he, he sticks with the program function, for yeah. a while. But I mean, I hope he does. Just for the fact that he's been able to land players that I've dreamed of getting. Like when I was in college, if he would have come and told me he'd be like, hey one of these days Western is going to land a five-star recruit, I would have looked at you like you were speaking a foreign language <laughs> and that you came from outer space or something because that was just unheard of. Like I agree. Yeah. It was like seven, eight, ten years ago. I mean, who would have ever thought that we would be in the position that we're in now, being able to recruit four- and five-star guys. The end. But here we are. And I feel like it's taken Coach Stansberry a little bit to get the right pieces and of course, like he's had a lot of so many other crazy problems happen too with players. I mean, like Deshaun Murray being a bust and other players being a bust that were supposed to be good impact players that didn't really amount to much. And of course, I mean, just the whole transfers and everything. But he's been able to get that under control. He's had a lot of leaders step up. I mean, like Hollingsworth, Anderson, and of course, Charles Bassey. I mean, having him for three years, I thought he would be a one and done. But I mean, the fact that we held onto him for three seasons is amazing.
0: So it's just so honestly, honestly, with Bassie though, I don't think it's necessarily amazing. I think it's kind of a disaster, so to speak.
1: Well, I mean, because
0: because Charles was supposed to be our one and done.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: He was supposed to be freshman year onto the NBA, be a superstar, make us a bunch of money. You know, I mean, not make Western a bunch of money, but make him a bunch of money and give us popularity because every time he's on the court, it's going to say Charles Bassey, or Sir Charles Bassey, excuse me, you know, Western Kentucky University.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he had a good freshman year, but for some reason they just never projected him to go that high, and he got to do all the workouts at the combine. He got to do all of that and kind of get that experience, and I know that that's helped him because, I mean, we've seen how he's progressed, and he's literally an all-American caliber player this season. Can I
0: Can I tell you the truth, though? And I'll tell our listeners the same thing. I appreciate players who stay like this because you see their development.
1: Oh, 100%. And that's one of my
0: problems with, with Kentucky. And I think that's one of their downfalls. First off, I want the dudes to go make money, okay? You go make money and you do your thing and, you know, you be happy and successful. And you know what? You make a couple million dollars in the league, you can sign up for classes to go anywhere and do online and get a degree or whatever. But I digress. Yeah. I mean, that's my problem is, is these guys, you don't have them long enough to actually get to know them and appreciate them. And, you know, people like to post these little silly, you know, fun stories about them, but I like those because you get to know the player.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, think about it this way. Like, see, everyone wants someone to be an instant impact player, but it's all about development and just being able to see the potential in players. And when I look at Charles Bassey, I see someone that could be a high-level NBA player because, I mean, his greatest comparison to me is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like, he's an – Oh, my God. you say that
0: five times fast.
1: I know, right? But I mean the Greek freak. When you when he got drafted, so many people hated Milwaukee for that. Like Milwaukee fans were so mad thinking this dude is like he hasn't been playing enough. He's not physically ready at all.
0: He's got and a I name mean, we can't say. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like so this guy so Giannis goes to Milwaukee and I mean he's all scrawny and his shot is very poor and I mean he's gotta get in shape and I think he averaged like not very many points his first few seasons, but that's the whole thing was development. He started bulking on and now that dude is ripped. And here, like however many years later it's been since he got drafted, he's got an MVP and he's one of the best players in the NBA. So, I mean, it shows that there's players like that out there that you can see them and see that talent potential just with the frame that they have and the mindset that they have and being able to develop them later.
0: Yeah, I mean and I, I that's that's what I'm, but that's what I'm just saying basically is that I always like to watch these players develop and you get to know them and you like them and you know it kind of reminds me when I was at Western, you know, you see these guys moving into the starting jobs um yeah. of course basketball basically if they're a five-star guy they're going to be starting anyway. Yeah. But I digress. That's that's just it's just my thought. I, I always enjoy that and even though Charles has had you know he wasn't dra- he wasn't going to get the draft spot he wanted he wasn't going to get you know he got hurt the next year and he had to kind of you know deal with that and then now this year i think finally he's going to get that draft spot he's going to want I think the stars are going to line up. We're going to get a Charles Bassey in the NBA, and I'll finally have a team to cheer for the NBA. Probably the Pacers, but
1: I hope so. But <laughs> see, I don't know. I don't know if the Pacers would take him though, just for the fact that they still have Miles Turner and Sabonis. But if Turner were to ever leave, I would want Charles hundred percent. He would fill his role so
0: well. Okay, so where's Charles go?
1: Uh. I mean, I still feel like it would be early second or late first round. I mean, it all depends. Like, the thing that could solidify him being a first-round draft pick is being in the NCAA tournament and being in front of a national audience to where all these people actually see this guy play against some really good competition. Because if he's able to do that on that scale and get, like, 20 and 10 and maybe five blocks, I mean, that's going to make him go up so much.
0: Okay, so Mr. Hilltopper does point out that Courtney Lee is still playing and yes, I should cheer for Courtney Lee because Courtney Lee was there when I was at Western. So technically, I should cheer for his team, but I just I don't. I'm well sorry.
1: the thing is with him too is that he's moved around a lot too. Like see, it's not as fun when you just cheer for a guy because you end up cheering for all these different teams and it just changes a lot. But when you stick with like an actual team, like that makes it a lot more enjoyable.
0: Another fact that our listeners are pointing out is Western has won six in a row going into the Houston game.
1: Yeah. And Houston's only
0: won one. Do what?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely good that we've had this momentum ever since we lost to – was it Louisiana Tech? Was that the last loss that we had? Or Charlotte? I can't remember which one. But, I guess it was Louisiana Tech, but I mean, that was still a long time ago, and now Louisiana Tech is like tied for second, and they're one of the best teams in the West now, which i I saw that come in personally. like I've always been one of the leaders of the F- UAB is overrated fan club. Uh, yes. yeah, they just haven't played anybody, and now they've dropped a bunch of games here recently, and I hope that dream continues <laughs> because I get so sick of them, like oh yeah, but I mean, I would hate to play La Tech a third time because that's what's always killed us every single year in the conference tournament is the team that we would play the third time. Like we may sweep Marshall before the conference tournament, but when we played them in the title game, we lost that one time that you need to win. So, I mean, I would rather play a team maybe that we haven't played yet just for the fact that it would be fresh and we wouldn't be too familiar with each other.
0: So here's my question. Um, Do you think we do pods this year? Does as uh, USA do pods, or is it going to be like top four teams from both sides go at it?
1: I, I still you don't know. know. I'm going to have to wait. Because, I mean, it's been a COVID year. It's been impossible to keep up with everything, and just about every game that I've really cared about has been canceled anyways. So, I mean, I'll just get there when we get there because it's just been a hot mess.
0: And I'll tell you, I do know, I don't care to say this, but – in my profession, I'm seeing more COVID people now than I was last year, or even four months ago at this time. Yeah, which is scarier for me, especially with a lot of things opening back up. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I don't know either. I don't know what we'll end up doing. I'm hoping because my problem is is if like if the games that we've played in the past month are an indicator of what we're going to experience in March Madness. We could have like two months of March Madness.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, if games are getting pushed and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I don't know win. what
1: they're going to do about that, though. Like say that there's a bracket set and then one of the teams has to cancel because of COVID. What are they going to do? Will they just let the other team automatically move on? or yeah. will they try to replace them with someone or will they oh, just gosh. scratch it and have it be at a later time? Like I still don't know the answers to this question just because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's been ever-changing, and that's the whole thing with COVID is that we've had to learn to be flexible so fast just like at the drop of a hat because, I mean, I know with last year, I mean, we were prepared to play UAB mm-hmm. and then they ended up canceling the whole thing. So it's hard to tell.
0: So, Okay. This is a nightmare scenario for me. Excuse me, as a Western fan, I'm thinking this is what this is a nightmare scenario. Marshall goes to this to the tournament for what? Like next, just just nightmare scenario. I didn't say it made sense. No, I, but it's a nightmare scenario. What? Marshall goes, and then first round, the team they go against gets COVID and they drop out. So Marshall makes it to 32. That team drops out. You know, Marshall makes it to the Elite Eight without playing a soul. And I'm just sitting here going, <laughs> what's going on? You know, and it's just – this is just my nightmare. I'm just their fan, here, base, yeah.
1: their fan base would brag about that for the next 600
0: years if that were to yeah. happen.
1: Even though they didn't beat a single person, they would brag about that forever.
0: Oh, my God. They would hang that up at the Dairy Queen in Huntington. I just oh, – you know it's going to happen. Um, but FIU, WKU – um uh, FIU averaging 74.9 points points against 76. Western's got 75 and 69. So our defense is a little bit better. Uh, field goal percentage, we're shooting 3% better. We're getting five more rebounds from Charles than they are. Uh, we're getting an extra block a game and they're getting actually two steals more. We're on a six game win streak where they are on a five game losing streak. So yeah. let's just keep that going. I'm completely fine cuz um, uh,
1: we need to think about that because our conference record would be 17 no not well it would be overall maybe 17 or 18 wins and 10 conference wins like if we could be 10 and 2 going into UA not UAB but Old Dominion that's going to be big i mean we need to yeah. get is we need to get a regular season title 100% yeah. because yeah. i mean like last year we don't know because looking back, I mean, at the North Texas game, I mean, that was the one that got away. I mean, little did we know then that that would actually end up being for the yes. conference title, like the only conference title for the year. So, I mean, we got to seize every opportunity we get. We got to win every game that we get because, I mean, nothing is for certain.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. Now, here's some scores. I'm going to throw these out. UTSA uh, played on the 5th and 6th against FIU. UTSA beat them 87-80. And then second game, they beat them 90 to 47. Oh no. Oh, it it, it's not as bad the next one. UTEP, they beat them 75 to 59. And then they beat them. UTEP beat them 77 to 68. We need to just steamroll these guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is just a warm up game for Old Dominion.
1: And the fact that their best player is gone now, too. I mean, there is no excuse why we shouldn't win both of these games by 20 points. I mean, it's the same thing with middle. Like, I still think we should have beat middle by more than we did, but I mean, we did end up sweeping the series, which is ultimately what matters. But if we were to somehow win against Houston, we got to go into FIU and we got to treat these guys exactly like they did Houston because they cannot fall asleep. Like I want Stansbury to play some of his bench guys, like maybe after we're up by 30 points, but we really need to take care of business from here on out because like Completely I said, agree. nothing is for certain.
0: Completely agree. Um, so um, I don't know. I was going to say something about that. I just went blank. Love that, don't you? Just when you you have something that you're going to say and you're like, ah, what was I going to say? It was going to anyway. be a
1: life-altering comment, I'm sure. It was. It was
0: just going to, like, uh, just illuminate everybody's thoughts right there. Um, but, yeah, I completely agree. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I was going to say that Western needs to be, you know, have a metaphorical Harlem Globetrotter game against the FIU Generals and just steamroll them. And then oh, yeah
1: it's sort of like what UAB did to Rust like they played Rust College the other night and beat them like 117 to 45 like I want that kind of victory
0: me too oh definitely which by the way one of my favorite things I don't know if any of you have ever watched this show but How I Met Your Mother one of my favorite skits or not really a skit but just kind of inside joke on the show is that the two main characters cheer for the generals during those games oh yeah I love that. That always cracks me up every single time. Um, Sorry, I'm going to pull up these games real quick so I can make sure I get them them right. So we're going to play... Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to check this out. So we play FIU on the 28th. I don't know if this is right. And then we play them on March 1st, Mm. according to ESPN. That doesn't seem right.
1: Well, there's only 28 days in February.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We played them on February
1: 30th and 31st.
0: That's right. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I had a buddy the other day tell me, he goes, hey, did you know that the days in February and March line up? And I was like, yeah, even February 30th and 31st, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, just it's been a long day. That's all I'm saying. Um, But anyway, we play – FIU on the 28th and the third and the first of March. Both those games are going to be on ESPN plus. 28th is at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 p.m. Central. So definitely check those out. And the uh, other game is at 1 p.m. Eastern on the first. Is that Sunday?
1: Yeah. No. Well, yeah. Uh, it's Sunday and Monday.
0: Well, it's yes, yes. You're right. I'm sorry. It is Sunday, Monday. And then uh, obviously check with the on houston we're gonna be playing them um i swear i'm scatterbrained. on the 25th which is tomorrow night uh it's gonna be at 7 p.m eastern 6 p.m central uh people don't drink coffee at night is what i learned today because jared is off from starbucks Mm -hmm. his barista job is no longer required because at night i doubt but anyway
1: I mean, people just get frappuccinos. They don't really get as much black coffee. That's when all the teenagers come out from out of school and they order all this stuff they see off of TikTok and it just drives all of us nuts.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I guess for our last segment here, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. What What is one of your most pet peeve things that happens to you as a barista or Starbucks worker?
1: Devin, I could be hours doing it. <laughs> there are so many things. Like, oh my God. I mean, just working for the general public in general is a complete nightmare. Just working in retail, but especially Starbucks. Like, I mean, it's so frustrating some people, but that's definitely one of the more annoying ones is when you get these, these some mostly like teenage girls, no offense to any teenage girls that may be listening, but, oh,
0: please take offense. But anyway, yeah. go ahead.
1: Like that, a re- like, that. Find this drink that was like viral on TikTok, and it has all these ridiculous ingredients. And they're reading it off their phone to us from the drive-through. Like that's annoying. But even worse than that is that sometimes, like. Someone will be getting a drink for someone else, and like we'll ask them a question about it, and be like, "Oh, hang on, let me call them real quick." And then they put the phone close to the drive-through and put them on speaker, to where we're talking to the person on the phone. I'm just like, "Why do you think this is a good idea?" Like sometimes I just pretend I don't understand them just to make it more frustrating because it's so annoying. I'm just like, oh
0: my "That is god. the god." I will say I am guilty of. I'll have an AirPod in one ear talking to my wife, my mother, my father, whoever, whenever I'm ordering food, and I'll be like, what do you want? And then I'll just literally, it's like a speaker, and I'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. But I have never in my life thought of holding the phone out with it on speakerphone and trying to let them tell the person what they want to order. That's happened to me more than once. More than once. (laughs) That is the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. So
1: if you're listening to this and you've been guilty of doing that before, just tell them to text you and read it off your phone. I would rather you do that than to put them on speakerphone and think that I can actually understand what's being said through a little tiny cell phone through my headset because it's already (laughs) like super loud behind the line anyways. But I mean, it's so funny. Oh my gosh.
0: So have you heard, uh, speaking of that, have you heard the um, Dane Cook... Burger King comedy sketch.
1: God, I haven't heard Dane Cook in so long.
0: Oh my gosh, okay. So Dane Cook, when he was in high school, or just getting out of high school, started working for his brother, who was a manager of a Burger King. And Dane Cook says that the people have, there's two people. He's like, they either sound like Chewbacca, and they're like, (laughs) yelling into the speaker. (laughs) Or they're like, yeah. yeah, love that skit if you haven't read if you haven't seen that look it up on youtube it's hilarious and it's a great skit he does a great job um he is somebody that has fallen out of the light and it is it's just it's very interesting to me but yeah
1: but i mean another thing too is that half the time no one pays attention to what we say like i could literally say hey welcome to burger king what can i get for you and they would still place their order like nothing happened
0: you should do that once and go, oops, I'm sorry.
1: If I work on April Fool's Day, I will have a heyday because I'll be doing crap like that all day. Another thing too, I've done it maybe once or twice just to see is like we only have one window at our work, but maybe like tell them be like, All right, come on, pull around to the second window <laughs> when there's only one. But I mean, they would still go to the main window.
0: Oh yeah, they're probably like, what is he talking about?
1: But no, usually people never pay attention, Devin. Like oh, no. they're either on their phones or they're just like on they're they're like a robot too. I mean, they always say that the food service people when taking an order sound like a robot, but the customers are just as bad because really? like, well, we will ask you a question and it'll just like fly over people's heads and just like, "Okay, thanks. I didn't need to know the answer anyways."
0: That's Oh no, you're absolutely right. And let me tell you something else. This is something that will prove to you what an addiction cell phones are. And I'm guilty of it too. And I won't, I'm not judging anybody by any means. If you're ever with a group of friends, let's say you're out at a restaurant in the near future, hopefully
1: social distancing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the near future, you're all vaccinated, whatever, perfect world. One of you gets your phones out. Watch to see how much longer it takes for the next person to get their phone out. And yeah. then the third person, and then the fourth person, and then literally. It's it's almost like I'm not really compared it to smoking, but it's almost like that. Like you can see people almost itching, you know, they're like and they'll pull their phone out just as soon as the first one goes. It's out. And you're like, really? It's it's one of these things that I've just watched and I even you just watch it at work. I've seen it happen at work, too. You know, one of us will pull our phones yeah. out to text somebody or do something. And then the rest of them are looking at their phones and I you're see. like,
1: I, I kind of understand that, though, because I've seen that happen before where, like, I would be in either a meeting or something and then, like, just, we, there's everyone just kind of stops talking for a second. You see someone pull out their phone. Like, that's when I think, like, okay, so they're on their phone. Now is an acceptable time for us to take a break from a conversation and just, like, catch up with whatever's happening, make sure I didn't miss yep. anything crazy. But, I mean... I think it's maybe viewed as that, to be like, okay, well, considering this person is on their phone, I mean, I guess I can be on my phone too, just way it's not disrespectful because like usually whoever does it first, like they, depending on when, I mean, they could be like, seriously, you're checking your phone in the middle of this conversation, why would you do that? But I mean, if it's like a natural cadence to where people just are not talking anymore, I mean, whip, whip it out, I guess.
0: But as a grandpa, I'll consider myself <laughs> a grandpa here. Like you didn't used to do that. Of course, the old phones back in the day—the only thing they had on it was snake. But still, and you like, had to
1: wait until after 9 p.m. to send a text.
0: Exactly. Well, see, back in the day, like when I was in high school, they used to—they were used to—the urban legend was that every letter cost ten cents. Dang. And I'm like, really? No, it didn't. I think every text cost like ten cents, but everybody did. Like their parents told them every letter you send is like 10 cents. And I'm pretty sure that's probably where like that short language that texting language has come from was people just, oh, trying? Yeah. 100%. but, um, uh, but like, like I'm saying though, like in the old days, people didn't pull their phones out and start talking, you know, the conversations would lull and gain strength again. And you would just go on. It wasn't like, you know, Hey, whatever, what's going on, pull your phone out, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I digress, you know, it's just, it's Definitely. kind of one of those things that just showing the addiction of cell phones and social media. But I did. go ahead. Not
1: not to be hyper analytical of the things that you say or anything, but if I had a shot for every time that you said I digress on this podcast, I would be like knocked out drunk right now.
0: I thought about that. <laughs> I thought about that earlier. I thought about that earlier. I was like, dude, I say that way too much, and I was like, ah.
1: If it makes you feel like any literally- better. If it makes you feel any better, I was doing a lesson when I was still in college. Like uh, there was a Sunday night study that I would do for the high schoolers at my church. Like we would come over and I would lead like a Bible study or whatever. And this was before like I took any type of good public speaking class or got really comfortable just talking about whatever. And some of the kids like they were actually counting how many times I said like. Because, uh, (laughs) like, when I was just stumbling over my words, like, I just kept saying like and all these other, like... See, now, I said it just then. I was barely thinking about it. It, It's just whenever I'm rambling, like, I start to say like for whatever reason. And they had counted, and it's like 50 times for the lesson or something like that. So, I mean,
0: at least I'm not counting. So, professionally, I am the absolute worst, not necessarily with, like, families and stuff, but I will... But, like, with people who come around, you know, come to the funeral home for visitation or whatever, my byword is buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember names at all. It's sir, ma'am, and buddy. You know, hey, buddy. Yes, uh, three you <laughs> I am just, I, that's just, that's what I say. And so, of course, I can talk to anybody all day, but... I kind of get into this rhythm, and then I get off on a topic, and I'm like, "All right, what am I going to say now?" And so then I just go to the biggest word I know. I I digress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, check out Western. Um, Western's going to be playing Houston tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on ESPN two. That's going to be a big game for Western. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. Uh, the girls are going to be playing this weekend, uh, February 30th and 31st, and uh, Western is going to be playing. uh going to be playing FIU on the 28th and the first. Uh, those are both going to be on ESPN Plus, so those games are going to be awesome. Going to be exciting. It's got to be. It's got to be a steamroll game. We cannot. We can't beat Houston and then lose to FIU. We've got to. We've got to win out. Uh, because this is going to – it would put a lot of pressure on us against Old Dominion. And I hope, I hope that Western – well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't really hurt us that much. But I was going to say, if Western gets to next week and Old Dominion cancels, it's not going to be that great. But we'll talk about that next week. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And also, North Texas plays Old Dominion this week, I think. So that could be pretty big.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely big, big, big game there. I, know, Marshall
1: um, but, it. I think they play Marshall. I don't know. They play one of those other Eastern teams.
0: <laughs> North
1: Texas does. I mean, I get them confused. I can't remember who old dominion plays, but no. Yeah. I think they play one of the lower level teams like MTSU. So we really need to make sure we sweep FIU because if we were to drop a game, old dominion is going to be right on our heels.
0: Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right there. Uh, which is another thing I say a lot, uh, Check out the girls' basketball. They're going to be playing. I'm hoping it's on the IMG Sports Network or maybe Facebook. We'll have to check and see on that. Um, Just holler at us if you want to watch that or listen. Um, I'm sure uh, Randy Lee will be covering that game. And then watch the guys' games on ESPN Plus and ESPN U. And look, your homework, listeners, is to find out if Curious George did have a tail or not. (laughs) <laughs> okay, now I can't stop it. Great. Oh, wow. As always, guys. <laughs> <I swear. laughs> go tops. Go tops. Beat Houston. Started, That's right, dude. Yes. They they should have never put this on here. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, but-